Welcome back to another edition of the Podman. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. A Podman Ron. I'm Podboy Jonah. All right. Very good. Much, much still, better. No? But still coming in a little tight on Stepped PMR's on PMR. intro. Well, P- on. PMR Shut likes up. to have some room for applause, as we all know. Oh, yeah. You know, I like to get a little stretch out my legs, my introduction legs there. <laughs> <laughs> Stretching out the introduction legs. Very good. Well, uh, Jonah, we're happy to have you again. Thank you. All right. Yeah. See, that's where you could have jumped in a little bit quicker with, hey, thank you, Brad. I'm glad to be here. Happy to be here. I'm ready to talk. I got to watch you looking at. Let's go to the news. You could have done that, but uh, you'll get well, there. You, you say let's go to the news. Oh, okay. Well, what should we do next? Not always. Let's go to the news. That was seamless. That, that was, was seamless. Well, that was seamless. Right oh, you, man, it's like we rehearsed that. I know. Well, not forced in any way. Not at all. Uh, and, you know, as if it wasn't clear to the listeners already, uh, we're kind of uh, training Jonah to replace me. So, uh, so very good. Good job on that one. I can only hope. I can, I'm retiring in five years. I can only hope. We just needed to join the audio visual club in, in high school. <laughs> the AV club. And you can retire. Oh, very good. Well, hey, speaking of the AV club, uh, Brian, what kind of AV news do we have? We have AV tar news. <laughs> oh, my God. This oh, is. What? Um, I don't get it. Uh, 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 you don't get. You got it now. And why is my picture not showing up on here? Uh, I don't know. I'm it's sure the listeners. Medium, PMR. I'm sure the listeners are concerned <laughs> about that. But can y'all hear me? We can hear you. A little low, but we've already <laughs> discussed that. We are. We're going to chip in and buy PMR a microphone for Christmas, maybe. Well, I told you there was one at five below for five bucks. Podcasting, <laughs> microphone, and everything. I don't know if that's going to give us the same quality, but okay. <laughs> you cannot be five below. No, you can't. It's a that's tin great. can and a string. Yeah, uh, you know, it's how to string off to your computer. <laughs> I have yet to buy anything for five below that wasn't quality. Uh, well, My- I'm glad because you know Brian and I have invested in hundred plus dollar microphones and recording equipment and hosting fees and stuff like that. So I'm glad I'm glad you're concerned about uh, the, this five dollar microphone. You're you're willing to chip in. Well, you know, I, I think it'll it'll be. Okay, I mean, never let it be said he didn't carry his own. My friend, my friend, like not two weeks ago, bought a uh, five like it was like I think it was like a ten dollar mic from Staples. It broke in the box before he even got home. <laughs> Wait a minute, are you well, are you doing another podcast here? But that was from Staples. Oh yeah, this isn't five below. All right, so the again, Brian, uh, that was a perfect joke about Avatar, but uh, please continue. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, we got uh, he got it. He just got it. That's a way homer. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, we got some news about the Avatar sequel um, and sequels? Uh, question mark. Uh, question mark. Question mark. Yeah. So. Uh, James Cameron came out today or last week and said, essentially, uh, 
he doesn't know if he's going to make more. Uh, you know, the original plan was to do four more sequels <laughs> and make five films. And now he said, essentially, he doesn't know if there's any appetite for this. You know, the, the cinema is completely different than it was when he made it the first time. Of course, it's a decade late. <laughs> um, you know what's sad about this is even James Cameron is bored with this. Yeah, he, after he made this one, he's, he's like, like, I don't know if I can do the, this anymore. What the fuck? I can't do this shit anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's basically it. Yeah, he yeah, he, well, first off, he, he he's no spring chicken. And if this I mean if this took him 10 years to make this one, I mean, he's got he's got three more after this. He's not going to live to be 120. So, <laughs> yeah, or is he? Yeah. You know, oh, well, we'll I see. Mean, but, well, um, let me ask you this. I mean, why I, I mean, what any pre- early predictions about this movie? It does I'm not a huge fan of the first one. Right. But let, let me give you the either. let me give you the the full quote. Uh Oh, hang on. That's the Rocky quote. Sorry. <laughs> oh, wait. Spoiler. Oh, Sorry, now, I thought you, I had, now you're uh, talking. He said, he said the market could be uh, could be telling us we're done with in three movies in, instead of the, the, the five. five. I think or we might be. We're telling you that a few months ago. Hell, a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, or uh, we might be semi-done, meaning, okay, let's complete the story within uh, movie three and just not uh, go on endlessly. Yeah. If it's just not profitable, we're in a different world now than we were when I wrote this stuff. Even if it's a one-two punch, the pandemic and streaming, or conversely, maybe will remind people that going to the theaters, what going to the theaters is all about. This film definitely does that. The question is, how many people give a shit now? Yeah, so that's his words. Wow. Right? Okay. Well, that, I mean, that's a good self-realization. See, here's what's here's what's weird about that whole quote. For one thing, yes, cinema has changed. It's reverse of what he's saying people do want to see sequels and they want to see you know where these characters develop now you even have something like a streaming services like disney plus that you can have these 10 episode uh tv shows that now you can really delve into the characters and 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 do this world building that he really needs to do but the problem is is he's realized that no one gives a shit about this world i mean it was a one and done movie you watched it one time. You're like, all right, that was fine. You don't really care about these characters enough to want to see this any further. So I think he just kind of, I don't know, maybe he just realized it. But for him to say that cinema's changed and no one's going to be interested in this movie, well, it's not because of everything's changed. Because, like I said, everybody's doing these sequels. They're doing world building. They're doing these you know, TV shows built on, you know, as part of the movies. But... Just nobody wants to see Avatar. In my opinion, <laughs> I mean, just there well, you go. And the original film came out December eight, uh, December eighteenth, two thousand nine. Wow, one full Jonah ago. Really? Was that? Wow, God, I that's thought, crazy. For some reason, I thought it was that's thirteen years. No, two thousand nine. And so, like, I, I read this quote, and I'm like, man, this is. I mean, it, it's not even like he's being apologetic that it might not do well. I mean, he's he really understands that. Yeah. No, I think no, at this point he may have completely missed the boat on this. I think he, yeah, okay, he understands that, but I think he's still making an excuse. Yeah, I, correct. I he's, he's he's not realizing that. Oh, I shouldn't have never even started this. No one really cared about it to begin with. Maybe, maybe that first year, maybe two years, he could have came out with a sequel in two years, and it would have been massive. And we could be totally wrong. I mean, my God. we could be. I mean, yeah, we were the first time. I ha- yeah. I thought that that Avatar the first time was nothing special. Yes, and and here, 
But here's the thing too with Avatar, you got to remember at the time it was the flagship 3D film. So you had this huge jump in ticket prices where, you know, the average ticket price was like 950 and now they're suddenly they're jumping to like 1350, $15 a ticket because it's in 3D. Right. So 3D movies anymore. I don't think so. I've heard nothing about, I've heard nothing about this getting released in 3D. So the, uh, the reason, part of the reason for its success was, I mean, one, we didn't have these uh, these powerhouse films. The Mar- we didn't have the MCU back then, right? Right. And so people were willing to take a chance on more niche stuff. The spectacle was there. The 3D helped the ticket prices, uh, but and it stayed on top for a while, right? Well, he also the- did the whole, which was something he he pr- he pretty much uh, paved the way for Christmas movies because. Before Titanic, no, so people would just dump stuff at Christmas time. They didn't really Christmas wasn't really considered a movie time, and uh, Titanic made so much money around the Christmas time that that's when he started releasing. And he released Avatar around Christmas time, and it did so well. So, and, and I think that was another reason why you know it wasn't competing against summer blockbusters. Well, and so it got me. Th- I'm reading this quote, and I'm like. Man, this seems this seems really rational from from where, <laughs> from a man that just spent you know uh, you know a billion dollars on making this movie and wasting thirteen years of of his life on it, right? So I, I'm like something just just was weird about it to me. So I went to go check the runtime, and I don't know that anybody has mentioned this like or, or it has not been. I can't believe it hasn't been more vocalized than this, but. Do you know what the runtime is for Avatar: The Way of Water? I do because you posted it to us, Brad. Did you? Do you know? Uh, no, Brian. Tell us this breaking news <laughs> that boy? no one's heard before. <laughs> three hours and ten minutes. Wow, which that's an epic. Which to me, which to me is is like terrible because the first movie seemed to drag on, and you you guys said you didn't even think it was interesting. And now we're going to have to invest another three, maybe six hours into it if, if they make a third movie. Wow. Well, that's, and that's the thing is, can we spend another 12 hours plus in this universe? The first Avatar <laughs> film was was two hours and 42 minutes. So this thing is a half hour longer than the first movie. Man, the one I, I I can't sit through. Brad, I know you can't sit through that. I I can't hardly sit through that. No. And you've you've got this is going to cause a diminishing returns at the theater because now you get into the whole you know the perfect film yeah. is ninety minutes because you can get in that extra runtime yeah. that yeah that extra showing. Uh, if he's he's not even conforming to the ninety minute formula. And, and taking up two slots, he's taking up two slots plus ten minutes of runtime. He's really going to clog out the theaters. They're going to have to show this thing on five different screens in no. order in order to get the showings they would need for this to be, you know, a, a help and a boon to th- to movie theaters. Uh, you know so. what? Like I said before, I I you can never underestimate the stupidity of the American folk. <laughs> there you go. That's true. So, yeah, lots of uh, lots of Avatar stuff as we get closer. I'm sure there'll be more information, but that was just, uh, you know, shocking to me when I read it. Um, next in the news, 
we have got hang on i got a rundown um there uh it was revealed and we we said this was pmr's you know go-to argument during uh the release of uh rise of skywalker you know as we led up to it yes but thank you originally ray was uh slotted to be obi-wan's daughter daughter uh, and that made only made sense for her to be his daughter. Well, what Although, they gave us didn't make sense. I mean, shouldn't that, she have been like his granddaughter, though, if it was to really make sense? Well, that's well, that is true. That's true, too. I mean, no, Obi- I don't know. how old's Ray? Uh, no, he could have had a he could have had a kid because you can talk. I don't know. I, he would have had a he would have had to. Uh, Knock one out like right before he went on the Death Star adventure one last uh, time. Oh, that's right. That's good. Right? Uh, yeah, okay. So it's a granddaughter. Yeah, so. but there's, if you watch Clone Wars, right? You watch and, closely. Uh, he does disappear for about 15 minutes. <laughs> he does. <laughs> well, during the, the Obi Wan series, he does. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, in, in, that's in what the he's Clone hiding. Wars. <laughs> Jedi's are a cowardly lot. <laughs> they sure are. And um, superstitious. But uh, in. Uh, in the Clone Wars animated series, uh, there was he was gar- he was assigned. There was an arc where he was assigned to to um, uh, guard a Mandalorian princess named Satine, oh, right? Yeah. And oh, so yeah. there was that whole love interest sort of thing going on there. She was kind of like his, you know, oh. Padme, right? <laughs> so Padme, sorry. So he, uh, um, uh. but think about this: if they had done it, if they'd pulled the trigger on it. Ray would have been like the two biggest badasses in the Star Wars universe are the, and I use air quotes for yes. badasses, are the Jedi and the Mandalorians. And the Jedi and the Mandalorians are, are diametrically opposed, right? Because the Mandalorians uh, actively, like, they were. <laughs> go into a battle. <laughs> they would go, oh, they would go, yeah, they, they would run into a battle and stand them out. They but the whole thing with Mandalorians was they would they saw the Jedi's as a threat, and they went out of their way to create like the uh, the super soldier, right? Um, and, and and a lot of their technology was designed, and a lot of their armor was designed specifically how to fight a Jedi, right? How, and how to fight how to a overcome Jedi? What's the, I mean, just say boo at them and they'll run. <laughs> well, that would have been that logic. Because but, but, yeah. the armors look scary. The armors really didn't do anything. They just look scary. That's enough to make a Jedi just run in. Make run in. That's true. But I've, I've mentioned this before. Like the uh, the um, they've got the grappling hook, which right. we've seen, right? So that's like a force pull. They've got the flamethrower if if somebody's too close to ha- to back them off, right? Okay. They've got the rocket. They've got the blasters. So they've got the, they're armored up. But specifically those two things: the 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 grappling hook. The way they use it and the flamethrower, the way they use it, is specifically to to create distance or or remove distance like a Jedi could with their force abilities. So uh, it would be cool, though, uh, in, if you've got her being like uh, like of both houses, right? If she's Mandalorian yeah, that, no, actually, and Jedi. That, that's a much better story, and it would have been a, much more interesting, and it would have tied into the Mandalorian. They could have even go. tied it into the Mandalorian. I mean, it would have been so much better than the dribble that they put out there. So, and that's and that's what's been popular post, you know, a Disney 
um, purchase of, of Star Wars, of Lucasfilm, has been the Mandalorian stuff. That's the most successful. Right. So, so they had Mandalorians have always been very popular because, like, the the people were you had a lot in the extended universe in in the in the you know the books and that sort of thing uh, about Mandalore, Mandalore and their history, but you never had it in the movies. This would be a way to pull that stuff into the movies and. I mean, the ultimate badass would be somebody that's a Mandalorian Jedi. Like that—that's there's only been one, right? Yeah, so it, it, it would have been—it would have been much better. I mean, it's—I don't know why they changed it. I don't know who changed it, but they could have just said that. But you could also Mandalorian saber stuff. Mandalorians have a gestation period of twenty years, and it would have all made sense. It would have all made sense. But no, they—they're they, pregnant like elephants. Yes, they, their pregnancies take that long. But no, they had to. They had to make Ray a random nobody that lived in, on Tatooine and lived in a a destroyed um, what what, what is it called? What the the crawler things or whatever? I, I don't even Shane know. Crawler. Any of yeah. Any of oh, did she? I don't remember that. that. Oh. Yeah, well, I don't remember yeah, that either. If you remember though, Ray's it's Ray Palpatine, right? Yeah. And it was that whole awkward like uh, um, Emperor Palpatine had a wife. The yeah. shriveled old raisin had a wife, and, <laughs> it was and so bad. It was and he so was an bad. absentee father, and the kid like ran off, and I hate you, Dad, and had a kid and, and hid it from his. <laughs> no, oh my God! It was like a it was like a bad Saturday afternoon <laughs> after school special or something. I, it was just terrible. I mean, it was so dumb. It was so convoluted. I mean, well, and that's the thing where it's like that's probably it's probably a uh, you know. Uh, uh, a byproduct of the times we live in with all of this internet speculation and all these, you know, fan theories and podcasts saying, mm-hmm. Hey, it's gotta be Obi-Wan's daughter. You know, they probably just said, Oh, well, well, we can't do that. They're expecting it. So, uh, so they switched it for something that just didn't make any goddamn sense. They made her miss it. So. All right. What else you got? Uh, so, uh, George Lopez, our oh. favorite George Lopez, Lopez somehow versus landed. Lopez versus Lopez. Yeah, somehow he has landed another television series. Yeah, it's great. I have no fucking idea how. Um, (laughs) How many television series does he have? I don't know. He's probably had a solid four or five. He made Sandra Bullock laugh one time, and he's made a career out of it. Um, he and since he's like one of the only Latinos in Hollywood, apparently, of course he's in the Blue Beetle movie. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yes. So, because uh, there's only like, you know, what's well, like Kim, Danny Trejo, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, who else? Uh, uh, oh, um, uh, uh, oh. Lean, uh, Stand By Me. Or Lean On Me. Uh, uh, oh, Edward James Olmos. <laughs> like, so so it, had to be, it had to be one of them because Hollywood can't cast anybody else. Um, he's in the Blue Beetle movie oh, and apparently... He let it drop this week that Batman's in the movie. Oh, well, of course. You got to have a Batman in, a, in every DC movie or TV show, right? Or So what right Batman there. do we have? Well, well that's the magic. I think that's it's going to be dollar question. It's going to be the outtakes from Batgirl. It's going to be Michael Keaton. They're just going to edit it together. <laughs> I think it's going to be, honestly, I think it's going to be Ben Affleck. Wow. I think they're going to try to, since... My my guess would be him, just because they've got Henry Cavill coming back. Okay. So this way they would tie back. That's going to be my bet. So all right. That that's a, that's all a PMR so. bet right there for you, Jonah. I heard it's going to be The Rock. Ah. It'll probably be the, 
Oh my god! If I have to watch any more Peacock series, because my son's hooked on Everybody Loves Raymond now on Peacock, the only ads are promos for Lopez versus Lopez and The Rock. Young Rock. Oh, that's it. Young, Young Rock. Rock. Oh. Young Rock is a fantastic show. All right. Well, you save Young it for Rock what you're looking amazing. at. Uh, I feel like The Rock is cloned. There's like three or four of them. Because there's no way that fucking man could be everywhere he is. And there's all that appears. <laughs> He's magical. When did this step fucker sleep? I mean, what? <laughs> I swear to God, he's everywhere. I mean, he, he's posting in Los Angeles one day, and he's, you know, <laughs> like two hours later, he's posting in New York. I mean, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Don't get it. I think there's I think there's shenanigans with The Rock. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe he's, uh, he is a mystical creature. Yeah, there's definitely some factory somewhere manu- manufacturing rocks. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no way there's just rock. one. He's like Elvis. The real rock died, you know, in, years ago in, in a wrestling, wrestling accident. They took like they cloned like either cloned them or they've got some identical twins that they've set up like them to make appearances. All right. Well, well, he's uh, he's got a lot of uh, siblings and, and cousins and everything in the uh, Anoi wrestling family. Yeah, he has a lot of cousins. So uh, we've got. Was that in? Was that in quotation marks? <laughs> no, he, Jonah did not use air quotes in that. He did not use air quotes. Cause, cause, cause. Oh, there you go. oh my God! Uh, it's callback. That is a callback. Uh, Creed three. We've uh, had the official no, finally. Something good. Jesus. Finally, you're talking about well, something good. Uh, the official announcement that Rocky is not in the film. Oh, and anyway, he, he uh, so fine. not. What's that? I'm fine with that because I, I feel like, now unless they kill him, I don't want him to be dead. No, just you living know, with the, about, mooching off his son. I don't want to. Yeah, I'd rather him be mooching off his son in Canada, but I don't want Rocky to be dead. But I, I feel like Creed needs to step out from the rock. <laughs> yeah, I, I that probably is true. Yeah. But the reason that was interesting why he said he's not in it is that they I mean, apparently they had like a role for him, but he didn't like the way the script was heading. He he didn't like he said it was too dark. It oh. wasn't he doesn't like his heroes uh, like uh, I guess there's going to be this whole uh, this revelation about Adonis like he's not the guy you thought oh. he was or like he's got some dark, dark past. And uh, Rocky, uh, at least uh, Sly is saying that's why he's not in the film is he didn't like the way the the, huh. uh, the story was heading, and he wanted it to be a little more uh, uh, um, light. He he wanted he he wants his heroes to be more idyllic uh, than whatever they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's, so, that's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, but then well, the, the, the one two the one the one two punch is apparently MGM wants Rocky back for another film. Oh my god! So uh, I wouldn't do that. But I just I think at this point, like it would honestly just be better for the story. I I don't want Rocky to die, but I feel like if he, he did, must. it would honestly give them it. Like Closure. every time every time you see him in a movie, it, it's kind of like he's dragging on. Like he's 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 done as a bag <laughs> of dirt. And he's just—he's like waddling around, going through chemotherapy. It's—it's like—it's almost like you pity him. Well, he—he—he he, he beat the cancer in he Creed. Beat the one. cancer, yeah, okay. but like, uh, 
Here's what I, I just feel like Sylvester Sloan, when all this started with, with Creed three, he he pretty much said he wasn't going to be in it. Right. And his reason was exactly what I just said was, you know, it's time for the character Creed to, to stand on his own. You know, he's he's you know, this is going to be the third one. It's he needs to step out from the shadow of Rocky. It's a good time for me to leave. And it seemed like he was okay with it. Now, the quote you sent me, Brian, and that I read, he just seems a little, it seems like just something, there's a little bitterness there for whatever reason. I don't know, you know, I don't know what it is. Maybe he didn't really believe that they would let him go. So, hey, wait a minute, y'all really taking me serious? Well, let me, I'll, let me, I'll read the quote just so uh, the listeners involved. Um Rocky said, or Sly said, that's a regretful situation because I know what it could have been. It was taken in a direction that is quite different than I would have taken it. It's a different philosophy. Erwin Winkler and Michael B. Jordans, uh, I wish them well, but uh, I'm much more a sentimental, a sentimentalist. I like my heroes getting beat up, but I just don't want them going into a dark space. I just feel people have enough darkness. There you go. AKA, he wants to be the center of attention. Oh, I, mean, I don't think so. Oh, maybe, I think, maybe. I think Creed three or four was going to be. It was going to be uh, Creed was going to fight a uh, North Korean and uh, bring peace to North Korea. <laughs> that would have been good. That pissed him off. <laughs> I mean, it's, was, it's funny I, that I mean, again, Rocky and Rambo were completely different characters, but of course, uh, the Rambo movies, they especially the the two. Uh, later ones in the franchise uh, got really dark. I mean, really gory and all this kind of stuff. So it's funny him saying that. Oh, I like my heroes. Well, he says he says Rocky or, uh, Rocket Rambo Five is his favorite film. He says right. that's the best film he ever made. Yeah. Which that's the one where I think he kills like ninety people. I can't remember if that was Rambo or Last Last Blood was the last one, and that was where his granddaughter was human trafficked or something like that, but. The other was in, you know, wherever. Cambodia. So he got married. I mean, I guess he had a kid. Or, uh, no, I think it was his uh, niece or something, to come to think of it. I mean, not a bad movie. Uh, but uh, no. going going back to, I think, whoever, I don't know if, who said about Sour Grapes a little bit, but I think that, uh, I don't know if it's Erwin Winkler or whoever, but somebody else owns the rights to Rocky. Like, Sylvester doesn't own it at all. He doesn't okay. really own the franchise or whatever, like he you might think he does. And there, um, yeah, there was a big thing about yeah. that a couple of years ago too, or yeah. about a year ago. So you wonder if that plays into it too, where he's like, you know what? Either you guys give me a piece of the franchise, or I'm out of here. And they said, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I I think it's fine with him moving on. You know, he's he kind of wrote himself into this because you know he made his son in the movie kind of. Not a boxer, so there's nowhere right. to go there. He's already had his protege, so there's really nowhere else to go in this with him in the movie. I mean, I don't want to see him die, but I mean, kind of sitting. All- yeah, it's Erwin Winkler. It's that's uh, that what it, yeah, yeah, it's Winkler. So it, um, the story apparently the story is uh, Stallone, who wrote the screenplay for the film three days before selling the rights to producers, uh, Erwin Winkler and Robert, uh, Kartoff. So, uh, yeah. So he, so he wrote it, sold it, and then it became this huge phenomenon. Right. It won an Oscar, all that stuff. So he sold his dog, had to buy think, it back. 
I think I think his story is over. I think yeah. I I would rather just him live happily ever after. You don't know anything else. You know, we're just he's living with his family and that's it. And now it's Creed story. But it's Creed story. It's a Creed story. Story. You know. But that's going to yeah. have to come to an end too, because I mean, you know, how how old can a boxer be after a while? I mean, and plus he's going to be tied up in the Black Panther franchise. At least we forget. Yeah, because he is Black Panther. So don't forget go. that, Jonah. You raise we your hand there. We all know he's coming back. I just, I just had the best idea. No. Oh. When you're okay, like father, like like, son. like Ron said, oh, like Ron said, <laughs> he uh, Rocky will go move out with his family, and you won't see him for the rest of the series. But the perfect way to end. The uh, the Creed trilogy or whatever would be to basically like finish off the last movie and then at the end for like closure on Rocky you could see him like uh just at it, Rocky's grave yeah exactly but like that that would that would be perfect there you go yeah I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind that at all that would be that would be a a good homage save it for uh-huh. the pitch session. So pitch, please. What else you got? I think we've beat the creature. We've beaten Rocky to death. Yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, take much. spinning out of uh, Jeff. Jeff Johns came back and he's written a comic for DC uh, Flashpoint. He ran. He, he's written a sequel for Flashpoint. And out of that, we everybody just thought it was just going to be a sequel, kind of revisiting that story because that was a very popular story. It's probably one of the most iconic DC stories in the last decade. But out of it, they're spinning out a new golden age and a new version of the Justice Society, and they're fleshing out the golden age with new characters. So they're they're basically retconning and bring, introducing new characters, but Jeff John's the one that's doing it. So we've got... He's got to put his shit stain in everything, but that's okay. Jeff John's? <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, don't talk shit about Jeff John's. Uh, one of the coolest ones, though, is uh, they're introducing a Golden Age Mr. Miracle, which, if you've read Mr. Miracle, uh, Thaddeus Brown was an escape artist, and when Scott Free first came to Earth, that's who he met up with, right? And the costume was actually Thaddeus Brown's performing costume from oh. from his from his show. But now they're kind of retconning it. They're saying, no, Thaddeus Brown, he had adventures. He was a hero in the Golden Age. Well, he had I thought that's pretty kick-ass. That makes sense. Did, uh, now, are these, bringing, so aside from him, are these real characters, or they are they're new, brand new character? I know they're brand new to this continuity or whatever, but are they like the Carlton comic characters that they bought somewhere or another? Yeah, no, like it's they're they're Carlton. it's yeah, it's like Carlton, but these are the the only one. There's two that existed prior to this. Carlton's doorman. Oh, okay, is Charlton. Charlton. Yeah. 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 So Charlton. But essentially, um, but it's the same idea where they're they're enveloping them, enveloping them into the universe. It's him and Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross uh, was a uh, was a character back in the Golden Age. Oh, okay. So, um, but you've got uh, Red Lantern. So they're introducing a Red Lantern that would have been a a counterpart to Alan Scott Green Lantern in that time period. You've got uh, Ladybug. Uh, Salem the Witch, which she'll have some sort of tie to Clary and the Witch Boy. She's Salem the Witch Girl. Oh, okay. Uh, John Henry Jr. So it's going to be based off of you know John Henry the uh, uh, Tall Tale. Tall Tale. And apparently Darwin Cook did reference uh, did something with 
uh, John Henry in his Watchmen run in the 2000s. Um, but now they're kind of spinning that out to where he was actually a DC character. Uh, and then Harlequin's son, uh, which is a, which is essentially a, uh, uh, it's not Harley Quinn. It's Harlequin's son. It's like, um, kind of like Duella Dent, uh, Joker's daughter huh. back then. And then, uh, Judy Garrick, which Jay Garrick never had a daughter in the comics, but now they're saying there's Judy Garrick who is his daughter and she's the boom. So the flash has a, has a legacy daughter, uh, hero. Oh, and there's one mystery one called the golden age legionnaire and he's wearing a legion flight ring. So, but they're completely blacked out. So So what? Everybody just forget about these guys. They've just been, yeah, they're doing a star girl mini series and it's like the, the, the lost sidekicks. And that's where these are coming from. They're reintroducing them, but it's like they were forgotten in time. And because of dark crisis, flashpoint, whatever, it's like they're being reintroduced just like uh, they're being reintroduced just like Blue Beetle and Captain Adam and everything were in the 80s. So, OK. Right. Yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, I love Justice Society. I love Golden Age stuff. So, you know, we'll see. All right. That was going to be my pitch. But all right. Hey, wait, wait, I know you got a couple of other things, but we've also got some movie reviews to get through. Yeah, I just got two quickies. Make them quick. Uh, we- there was uh, there's been confirmed there was a Doctor Fate post credit scene in Black Adam. All right, they haven't said what it is, but I think we can all we're all pretty certain it was the kid picking up Doctor Fate's helmet. Oh. Right and now, from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the uh, and it was cut, which was poor street urchin or something. What the kid in Doctor in yeah. He held like he Adam? holds the yeah, helmet up and he like, says, "Please, sir, may I have some more?" Yeah, he Oliver <laughs> Twist. Please, was, can I have another? He had a mother. They had an apartment. Uh, His mother is a part of. Did you watch Black Adam? No, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, well, the the kid. I guarantee the kid tested horribly, and so that's why he wasn't uh, in any of the commercials. Well, and that's why they would have cut this scene. Well, go ahead. Maybe you think if they cut it, the put. And seeing also last minute edition. You could have had two. It could have been a swap, right? It could have been just you know. Uh, well, it could have come out of the whole Super Pets thing, where uh, where he did the Superman because he did the same post credit scene in Superman uh, or in Super Pets where it was Crypto confronted uh, um, you know Black Adam's dog. I think it was Anubis. But um, yeah. Right. yeah. So and then finally in news. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's back up. Whoa, hold on. So, wait a minute. Black Adam in the Black Adam movie confronts Superman at the end, and Super Dog confronted the Black Adam dog and the Super Pets at the end. That's what yeah. we're told. <sighs> Jesus Christ! It's right. Crypto the Super Dog, but whatever. It's called uh, it's yeah. called continuity. It's called continuity. Totally and Nubian, Nubian the dog. No, Black it's Adam dog. no Anubis. A, a Nubian Anubis. dog. Oh my God! I mean. Uh, and then finally, um, Disney Plus is apparently uh, very. Huh? He's riffing on himself. Just keep going. I'm riffing. Oh, all right. Uh, Disney Plus, uh, apparently, as soon as the Indiana Jones 5 hits theaters, uh, they are uh, trying to green light. They are very uh, interested in putting a Indiana Jones television show on Disney Plus. Love it. Which would foreseeably mean they are going to have to recast Harrison Ford. 
but uh, that's your way around it. So if Harrison Ford says, you know, there'll be no more movies after me, I'm the only Indiana Jones, but there's a TV show. That's their way around it. <laughs> All right. What is so, Indiana Jones' grandson? Yeah, and call it Young Indiana Jones Adventures. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah. I mean, because I thought, I, I thought he was not going to do any more Indiana Jones, and he didn't want anybody else to take the role. And they've already done Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. So, I mean, and we saw how well that did. So, it's weird, though, because if they're doing an Indiana Jones TV show, they're also trying to do a National Treasure TV show. Oh. Seems like per, there would a be a perfect marriage right there. Or just, you know, <laughs> just you're <do> one. <laughs> convoluting your, wow. uh, your properties. Well, to make it even more confusing, I heard they're going to reboot Tales of the Golden Monkey, too. So, I mean, it's just all. I'm just. I, that was false hope. That was a joke, PMR. They, Sorry. They should. They should reboot Tales of the Golden Monkey. Yeah. I've yep. already got a script ready. Well, the, my return. God. the return <laughs> of the Tales What's of the called? Golden Monkey. Jake the One Eyed Dog. The Tales of the Golden Monkey, colon, the return of the Golden Monkey. I like it. <laughs> colon the TV series. The colon the TV series. I mean the main colon actor. a Disney a Disney Plus <laughs> a original Disney Plus production. <laughs> I mean the main actor turned out to be a pedophile, but oh well, yeah well, yeah win some lose yeah. some. Hey, spe- you win some. Yeah, that's spe- what I was gonna say. Speaking of losing some, I think we just lost one not too long ago. As I- <laughs> Hold on, man. Go back. We'll go go back to the news. No, we're going back to Tales of the Gold Monkey. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> this show had everything. Joni, this show was the best. I've never even heard of it. it oh, my God. you got to look it up. Monkeys. <laughs> gold. Gold. <laughs> Airplanes. Golden monkeys. <laughs> the airplanes. Pedophiles. Had a dog who was one-eyed, and they kept losing his eye. He had a glass eye, but he kept losing his eye in a poker game. So it was a, he, this dog wore an eye patch. The dog would lose his glass eye in a poker game? Yes. Yeah. He played poker. What? The dog played poker? <laughs> it was like a rocket raccoon before Rocket Raccoon was alive. So then they would fly in this big uh, this big plane, and he was the pilot. The main hero was the pilot. The dog? The dog Martin. was the co-pilot. No, the pedophile was the pilot. Yeah, who was the co <laughs> dog was the co-pilot. Wait, the dog was a pedophile? Yeah. <laughs> He would go sniff everybody. So, and he'd fly in this big plane, and they'd go have adventures. Yeah, like Indiana Jones. Just like Indiana Jones. He had a jacket, leather bomber jacket. He had a leather bomber jacket. It was cool. And the dog had a leather bomber jacket, didn't he? I think so. I think the dog did more. Had the big friend that was the bartender that would send them on the missions, and then they'd go. Oh man, it was so fucking cool! It's such a fucking cool show, man. Yeah, okay, check yeah, it out, Jonah. A dog that plays poker and also flies a plane to quests. Yeah, uh, I got but it. it's but Jonah, it's a dog that plays poker badly. Yeah, yeah because he only poorly. has one eye. Yeah, hey, and he loses because he only has one eye. Well, it's just like uh, the the even Jake. Baloo show on See? Disney. What was that called? Uh, uh, spin. Tailspin. Tailspin. Okay. Yeah. Just tailspin. like Tailspin. It's a little bit like Tailspin copied it, honestly. They freaking copied. I never yeah. thought about that, but you're right. They totally copied Tales of the Gold Mine. Oh, my God. All right. Disney. Can we can we pay our respect to uh, 
whoever just passed. Yeah, yeah, we could do that, but I, I'd like to get into Riptide. Get into what? Riptide. You remember that show? Yeah. Is, is, are you going to be covering that is, and what you're looking at? We have five movie reviews to go through and one but, in memoriam. Can we at least get... I brought up, y'all brought up Tales of the Gold Monkey. Is it? Made me None of us brought up Tales of the Gold Monkey, did I we? Brought, yeah, I, I said it. Oh, God damn it, Brad. This is, this is why but, there's a thing called Retro Review. But Tales of the Gold Monkey also, from the same creator, did Riptide. Yeah. Remember Riptide, Brad? Yeah, the little, it had a robot. How could I forget it? A robot on a boat. A boat and a goddamn helicopter that floated what? on the water. <laughs> I, I, I want to pause for a second and, and, and pull back the curtain a bit for the that listeners. That was a movie. That was a freaking TV show. They had all of that. I want to pull back the curtain for a second. In the green room, before we got started, PMR said we need more riffing. More riffing. PMR is riffing like crazy. <laughs> it's that extra, that sugar-free vanilla did it. Well, we could talk about the news for 45 more minutes. About- I know, we're at 40 minutes about news. without, And again, we've got like five reviews to because get through. we keep riffing on the news. Yeah, we need. Uh, yeah, no riffing during the news. In the news. All right, news. Oh, new God. segments oh, should be limited to ten minutes. Next episode. That's uh, yeah. that's a that's uh, a Podman promise uh, to our listener. All right, so tell us who died, Brian. Well, it's been a sad, uh, a sad <laughs> week for uh, the uh, the Harry Potter universe. Oh no! What happened? We had uh, Leslie Phillips passed away. PMR, do you know who Leslie Phillips is? It's the Sorting Hat. The guy that voiced this, voiced the Sorting Hat. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he passed away at uh, he was ninety something. Like he lived, lived a, a great good, life. A good, oh, he's ninety eight years old. Ninety eight years old. But uh, and he's apparently been. And you know thousands of BBC productions, but the only thing us Westerners would know, I guess, is uh, is the Sorting Hat from Harry Potter. And hot on the heels of Leslie Phillips passing, uh, there was another death in uh, the Harry Potter universe, uh, uh, the Fantastic Beasts franchise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Harry Potter universe completely. <laughs> yeah. No, they want to do more J.K. Rowling, you know, um, stories. They want to do more Wizarding World stories, but they want nothing to do with Fantastic Beasts. Oh. So apparently Fantastic Beasts is dead. There's no movement. There's no uh, plan to do anything with that property, at least for the foreseeable future. So, but, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's our two deaths this week, Brad. Wow. Well, that's heartbroken, PMR. Yeah, that's 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 upsetting. The Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, you I hated that franchise, that. though, right? Yeah, I didn't really care for it too much. So. All right. Well, Not there you go. I heard the Sorting Hat was a Death Eater. Uh, Apparently, uh, the Sorting Hat was a Death Eater. In in the cahoots with Hagrid, the horrible. Yeah, just like just like Hagrid. How do you feel about that, Ron? Say so what? What'd you say? Uh, apparently the uh, hat is a Death Eater. Oh, really? Huh. No, no, that's, that's uh, not true. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> he was talking about the Haggard story from a few weeks uh, back that, that you vehemently hated. That was a callback. So that's a callback. That's a callback. It's a callback. Brad, uh, you ready to head into movies? Let's go to the movies. Where's the button? There it is. All right, we got. Uh, you know, soon we will have even more movie reviews uh, with uh, Wakanda Forever. If, uh, if of course Brian doesn't get rained out and everything, and if uh, PMR and I can get our act together, but uh, hopefully to to tide folks over. Uh, what what more could you ask for than the weird Al Yankovic story? Say from, that from three times from Wakanda to Weird Al Yankovic story. From Wakanda to Weird Al, yeah. Did you guys see the Weird Al Yankovic story on Roku? <sighs> no, my my problem is is that I probably have about as many Roku devices as I have Amazon Dots, and they're all in a closet somewhere or another. So I I've not dusted off a Roku to bother hooking one up. And it's it's kind of shitty because we've got Apple TV and the Roku channel's free. Right. I, I can get Amazon Prime on my Apple TV, but I can't get Roku. Right. Like on my Apple TV. So it's just kind of I don't know. Like fucking so I had to go yours. Yeah, I had to go into my smart TV, download the Roku uh channel app just to go watch this damn thing. Uh PMR, did you uh try to watch uh, uh, weird no, I didn't watch it. Is it is it bad? No, it's it's very very good. It's uh it's uh. Did you ever see UHF PMR? No. Ah, oh, UHF is a great film, Brad. You've seen UHF, haven't you? Uh, it's been quite a while, yeah. But yeah, I mean that was uh, had uh, Michael Richards in it, right? Yeah, had Michael Richards in it. A lot it's of lots of uh, lots of spoof stuff in it. It's right. it's good. You should go watch. Uh, yeah, you should definitely watch UHF. It's worth a watch. And so this is in that same sort of. Um, it's a mock documentary, you know, fake history of Weird Al, uh, his life. So some of it's true, most of it isn't. The line gets blurred pretty quickly. Uh, it's it's very funny. It's it's it's. Absolutely worth the watch. Is it fair to say? I, I read a, a, a you know a quick blurb about it, saying that it's a little bit like uh, uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. It is. It's uh, a little bit like Walk Hard. I love. I love that movie. Uh, yeah, so. it's a little bit like. Uh, so, and you see, it's it's funny. The uh, there's lots of cameos. So there's lots of cameos from the '80s, and then there's. Uh, so you've got cameos of 80s stars played by current comedians and stuff. So there's one scene. It's probably the best part of the movie, but there's one scene where Dr. Demento invites him to a pool party at his house. And Pee Wee Herman's there and Gallagher's there. And um, all of these 80s sort of icons are there around poolside. Uh, but they're all played by other comedic actors. Wolfman Jack shows up at one point. Uh, it's it's uh, very good. And then uh, then there's this whole um, uh, Madonna's the bad guy. Madonna starts uh, sleeping with weird because she wants to get the parody bump. They want to start getting the Weird Al bump for their record sales because they realize whenever Weird Al parodies a song, the original the artist sees a bump in their in their record sales too. So everybody starts like they start trying to whore themselves out to Weird Al. It's it's uh, it's very good. And then there's this whole thing with Beat It, um, 
where uh, essentially uh, he wrote Eat It First and that Michael Jackson parodied him with Beat It. So it, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, that sounds like something I would enjoy. And PMR, uh, as I recall, you're fond of the 80s. I think you might like it. I was never really fond of Weird Al Yankovic. So it was. Uh, but you love Madonna, even though she's weirding people out on Instagram. You still love Madonna, right? So did he bang her? Was, was that the thing? That's the whole thing. Many times. Really? Many times. Yeah, you need to go. That's what I'm saying. You need to go watch the movie. There's a there's a a, a, a B storyline about Pablo Escobar that goes on during the whole movie. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty great. It's well worth the watch. It's worth downloading, finding out where the hell to watch the Roku channel, downloading that app, and then streaming this movie. And Is you can download. It's the only place you can watch it right now. Yeah, oh. and then delete it immediately afterwards. I that movie was so good. Like. Compared to other movies I've seen recently, that's probably the fat. Like when you watch it and sit down and watch it, it just goes by so fast because you're having such a good time watching it. Like it's just it's it's a goofy movie, and just like just like you said, it plays out just like uh, what's it what's it called the uh, UHF yeah UHF. It yeah. plays out just like UHF with like it's it has like a main story, but there's like these goofy twists, and it's just like completely unbelievable. Yeah. So it's the one-two punch. The retro review is go watch UHF, and the, the current <laughs> review is go watch Weird the Al Yankovic story. All right. Uh, what so. would you uh, What would you give it though? A four. Four out of five. Wow. I'll give it a four out of five. That's a Brian guarantee, PMR. You need to check it out. Check that out. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, well, and and uh, I'm assuming that uh, young uh, Harry Potter does a, an admirable job playing uh, Weird Al. Yeah, he does a good job. Okay. Yeah. The um and what's funny is like he doesn't sing any of the songs. So you kind of have that it switches whenever a song starts to it's it's Al singing it. Gotcha. But uh yeah, he he does a good job. And it's also funny cuz you know, he's like shredded and stuff. So he's play he's playing the movie like it's a true like uh you know, queen uh, uh, Jim Morrison and the Doors. Right. It's like it, that's part of the joke too. Is it's like they cast him like it's a real uh, uh, like documentary. So he's like shredded. He's got like alcohol issues, and so when he does some of his scenes, he's really trying to like dial up the drama in it. Right. And you're like it's and which just makes it funnier because okay. it's weird now. So. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna say, I give it a five. Wow. A perfect I love movie. that movie. All right, you'll perfect buy the movie. DVD. You can't buy it. That's the problem. Because it's on Roku. You'll have to buy a Roku. Uh, Jonah just doesn't understand the system, but that's okay. You'll get there, buddy. You'll get there. But, but did this movie ever make it to the theater, or is it just on some obscure? No, it's just on the Roku channel. I'm sure what will happen is it's going to be the Cobra Kai thing. Like uh, in in six months or a year, Netflix will buy the rights and it'll yeah. be on Netflix. That'd be fine. So that'd be fine. And then they'll act like it never appeared anywhere. That it never right. aired anywhere else. A Netflix so. original of a Roku production. All right. And well, it'll basically, or sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, but well, if 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 Netflix does rebuy it, then I I I think it's just gonna like be almost like it's re-releasing like. 
I feel like a ton of people haven't watched it yet because it's on Roku. And when it releases on Netflix, you're going to get so many more viewers on it. And it's just like, well, that's what Cobra Kai, that's what we were saying with Cobra Kai, because, you know, Cobra Kai had two seasons on YouTube, on the paid YouTube channel that went nowhere. And then Netflix picked it up and that's when everybody started watching it. So, all right. Well, I, I think I will hunt down a Roku device and and check it, check it out. It's very good. Uh, I've got another movie review. Does anybody else have one they want to interject before I move on? No, I don't have anything. I haven't watched anything new. No. So save it for your retro? I got one. I watched Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. (sighs) The Suicide Squad or Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. The new one. The new one. The Suicide Squad. Okay. Uh, I I think that qualifies for retro review, Jonah. I mean, that's over Dude, a year the, old, right? Ron was talking about Golden Monkey. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But that's well, save it for your retro reviews. Save right. it for your retro right. review. All right. Uh, All right. What, you got a new What other new movie? I've not heard of any new movies releasing. Brian, pray tell. What could it be? Well, it, it, it was a short window in theaters. Uh, I don't know why this movie didn't get better promotion, but uh, Confess Fletch. Oh. Starring John Hamm. Chevy. Oh. What? Yep. No Chevy Chase in this one? No Chevy Chase in this one. Oh, my gosh. And it's so much better for it. It's so much better for it. (laughs) It's better than uh, Fletch 2, the hot in uh, New Orleans. What was the the second one? Oh, what was Fletch 2? Oh, God. Fletch. Fletch. Fletch Lives. Fletch Lives. It was Fletch Lives. Yeah. So, um... But yeah, Fletch, uh, Confess Fletch is uh, tied more to the source material. The thing is, with the Fletch movies, um, uh, Robert McDonald wrote them, I believe, but they play out, uh, they're kind of like mur- mysteries, murder mystery sort of things. Um, they kind of play out like Glass Onion, not Glass Onion, what was the uh, uh, Knives Out? Okay. That's the way... So you have like ensembles and lots of yeah. whodunit. You have ensembles. You have all these all these characters, kind of like an Agatha Christie, where it's like, well, maybe this guy did it. Maybe this guy did it. Maybe this guy did it. Fletch is an investigative reporter, so he's not a detective, but he always finds himself in the middle of this stuff. And he basically precocious. charms his way and lies his way into what you know into the information he needs. So, but uh, it's where. Chevy Chase's take on it was all these weird names and designs and John, what was it, John Kukistan and it all that kind of stuff. Back, yeah, there you go. See, but listen, you love it. You're laughing. That's true. But this, yeah, he, he makes up a name every once in a while. But uh, and, and he, pick, and he pick, but he, there's a reason. He picks like these really obscure names. Because nobody will remember it. They immediately forget it wow. as soon as he says it because they couldn't pronounce it to begin with. Smart. Right? But, uh, but yeah, it's it's very, very good. Like, uh, Confess Ch- Fletch is fantastic. I would take it over Glass Onion or, or Knives Out any day of the week. And you still got the ensemble kind of thing going. You've got lots of kind of like, you know, colorful characters in the background. Uh, there's He's got this whole issue with his uh, his editor for the newspaper. Um. Yeah. Uh, Confess Flesh. John Hamm. Uh, it is a very, very good film. I wanted to see it in theaters, but it was only in theaters for about three weeks, 
because and it's because of these short release windows, right? Because, yeah. So it was in theaters for about three weeks in August. Went um, was out by early September. Six weeks later, now it's on Showtime. So you can I mean you can stream it right now on Showtime. I think I will now. So. Um, I I re- think I recall like uh, John Hamm financed quite a bit of the the movie. Like he put up a lot of money for this movie because he yeah really believed in this project, and that kind of made me want to. I I wish I would have paid money to see it. Cause that that's yeah that seems that yeah I would have liked to have paid to see it. You know, like uh, I would have you know just because I want to I would like to see more. Yeah, um, well, but it's yes yeah, it's, it's him and Greg Matola. Um, I don't know who Greg Matola is. Oh, he's I'm pulling oh, up his. Oh, you know him. He's no, he's he's done a lot of good stuff. Uh, oh my god. I'll uh, I'll post it. Right, I'll post it. But yeah, Greg Matola. He's done a lot of he's done a lot of uh, uh, TV shows and films. Okay. <laughs> so well, I must confess that I watched about half of it, and I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I just, just didn't return to it. I started watching it um, after my sick family went to bed, started watching it, and then my oldest son came out uh, just in time for the first, I don't know if there were more, but the first sex scene. So I'm like, oh, damn it. So, yeah. yeah. So I had to send him away for a little bit and uh, finish watching it. Uh, but that no, was it the was, only one. It was it. Uh, no, I thought it was great. He, you know, you didn't feel like he was. Uh, you didn't feel like you missed Chevy Chase. I guess is to your point, Brian, that he played. Yeah. He played kind of goofiness pretty well and everything. And um, you could see Chevy Chase, a younger Chevy Chase, could have been in this role and everything, but he would have ham quote unquote hammed it up even more. You know what I mean? So John Hamm kind of made Fletch a little bit more serious, sort of, but still kept some of the the silliness involved in it and all of that stuff. So, I, uh, yeah, no, I I intend well, on he, finish watching it. Yeah, he didn't have to be the funniest person in every scene. Right. See, that that's a big difference. Like Chevy Chase, he needed to be the punchline every time. Yeah. Uh, John Hamm's gracious enough to let all these other characters kind of shine. Yeah, which which is nice. Uh, yeah. There's this one, this one running joke the whole time because he keeps having to take Ubers everywhere. Like, and so he's, he just gets out of the car, five stars, five stars. Like he says five stars about 40 times because every time he's in a scene and he gets dropped off somewhere, he's got to get out real quick. And he's just like five stars and like runs to whatever he's doing. It's just funny stuff like that. PMR, I think you would really enjoy this movie from again. I've saw I've saw maybe about half of it and uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, it's very, very good. If it ever comes on anything I'm watching, I'll I'll watch it. (laughs) If it ever comes on the TV while it's turned on, I will watch it. That's that sounds kind of like a Brad attitude there. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, who's the Brad in this scenario? Yeah, who's the Brad? Yeah, I'm sure it'll be on other stuff than than uh, Showtime soon. So. It's good. It's worth a purchase. You know what? That's what I should do. I should just go purchase the damn thing. Yeah, support John. To Hamm. show my, to support, show my support of John Ham. <coughs> Not at full price. I'll wait for it to go on sale. I'm waiting for but, a yeah, a ninety nine cent rental on iTunes. Of course, yeah. Of course, John Ham's John Ham. Well, that's a great Saturday Night Live skit. Ah, there you go. Uh, there was something on. Uh, 99 cent rental that I wish I would have rented a couple of weeks ago. I forgot what it was. Oh, well, never mind. 
16. All right. Well, very good. Uh, PMR, do you have any new movies to review? I do not. All right. Jonah, you guys, no new movies, just the, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I haven't watched anything yet. Uh, right. Well, I haven't watched anything new yet. Of course, we're seeing uh, Black Panther over the weekend. So. All right. We're seeing it tomorrow. Wait, we're seeing it tomorrow? Yeah. Woo, woo-hoo. Oh, I thought we were seeing it on Saturday. No, we're oh, seeing it tomorrow. Oh, my God. He's really punishing you, kid. Yep. What? That's not a punishment. I feel like it's going to be good. I feel like that. Have you not listened to the last Look, two podcasts? I have. I've listened. No. I've listened. No. To you like the to past me. 20 episodes of the Podmen. Ugh. I listen. It's more than I've and listened to. And I've subscribed three, to the YouTube channel. And that's all it takes. If you if you can make it through twenty episodes, you're automatically promoted to you're a podcast on air talent. Yeah, on air talent. That's all it takes. <laughs> I haven't listened to twenty episodes uh, since we've been recording for the past ten years, but that's okay. You're you're a better man I just, than I am. When was our first episode? It was around. It was before Cre- the first Creed movie came out. <laughs> so, I um. Yeah. I was curious this morning about like what the first episode was, and I went on a podcast. It's not there. It stops at like I think episode eighty three. So after that, it's just nothing. Well, we had to switch. Well, we didn't have to. We switched hosting people, so maybe something got screwed up there or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm guessing we started in 2014. Wow. That would be amazing, and we're probably going to hit episode 200 and by the time it gets to 2024 as well, the way we're going. Uh, you know what, Jonah, <laughs> to become a full-fledged pod man one day, if you wanted to start a Wikipedia page on us and you know list out, detail out uh, each episode and everything, I think that would be a hell of a project for you, buddy. I don't, I don't know how to – how do you do Wikipedia? Well, yeah, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Don't act like an idiot. You create a login, it's free, you hit edit, and you can type whatever you want. I have never once used Wikipedia in in all the years I've gone to school. Wow. Well, now you can. I've never once used it. But see, you can it. be the official archivist. So then when yes. we're like, when we want to go back and say, PMR's contradicting himself, we yeah. know exactly what episode to go to. Oh my god Alright I got it all up here Alright uh, PMR's got it off again I believe No he's fine He's fine He's just uh, He's getting more coffee uh, I'm getting uh, Yeah I'm getting more coffee Alright We're talking about Wikipedia pages If you're just joining us PMR about Wikipedia pages Yeah Well we, may- we hit a new low uh, Not quite Not yet Alright <laughs> we're gonna keep going uh, Brian <laughs> Not I say not yet, uh, but we're about to. And here's our new low. Brian? (laughs) I was saving this. I wasn't going to do it because Alex isn't here. (laughs) Oh, okay. You can say. He was going to talk about wrestling. (laughs) I was going to talk about wrestling, specifically Logan Paul, because Alex is, is obsessed with Logan Paul. Well, you and Alex start a wrestling podcast. Oh, I thought we could divert for a minute. The the man, here's the thing. You you shut on my goddamn riptide. Yeah, and then you want to talk about wrestling? Wrestling for 20 minutes. No one's listening. I'll just mention it quickly. But (laughs) Logan Paul uh, had a match in Saudi Arabia versus 
Robin Reigns. Whoever that, that is. That fellow podcaster, Brad. Okay. But uh, but Logan Paul had a match. It was very good. And he began to watch his videos and, and like video games and comments. Wasn't that Logan Paul? Yes. No. I don't think that's the same thing. I thought he committed suicide in Japan. He does no, he went he took video in the suicide forest and got canceled for it. He's the one that's fought UFC and, and professional boxers. His brother, his brother just fought uh, Daniel. Who did he fight? Did he fight Daniel Cormier? Anyway, well, well, but he started out as the cutie pie guy that he screams at the fucking. Yeah, video. he started out as cutie pie. Remember, Brian? Oh, maybe so. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> I have been asked for so, like like for somebody that that apparently you have a like an encyclopedia or a Wikipedia <laughs> level knowledge of Logan Paul. No, yeah. I just know that Alex used to watch that all the time. He'd watch this this jackass playing a video or watching a video game, and he'd right. make comment. Jonah, and like, well, and he'd go cutie pie. He's done other videos recently. Like he he opened a box of Pokemon cards uh, series <laughs> oh, one. See, he's diverse. <laughs> and they and they were all uh, they were all GI Joe trading cards. Somebody had scammed him into buying a, a, a sealed first edition box of Pokemon cards, and it, and it was just filled with GI Joe uh, trading card packets. He lost eleven million dollars in a box of Pokemon. That's cards. what that's what I was just referencing. I know. That's he uh, just, million dollars from box Pokemon. No, you know what he did? He just all set that up for people mm-hmm. to watch that. Potentially, yep. yeah. Now, that sounds like something Brian would go for, though. Spending eleven million dollars on. on a box of GI Joe cards. I could picture uh, that happening. I got the same box. I got it for like eight bucks. <laughs> no sweat. Because you knew no a sweat. guy. <laughs> I knew a guy. Yeah. I got a guy. You need GI Joe cards? I got a guy. <laughs> By the way, yes. Uh, on the topic of wrestling, I've been asking. Uh, my, I've we, been asking. We my weren't dad. on the topic uh, no, you're, of wrestling. You're, you are. Yeah, we're trying to get off the topic of wrestling. You are barking up the wrong tree, son. <laughs> Come on. Like, all right. But my point with the Logan Paul story <laughs> oh, is this. And, but, and then he goes to wrestling. See how it is, Jonah. After this, you I'm tell what trying. you want. I found this interesting. Okay. Aside from that, it's wrestling. Yes. The, he got in there. He had a match with the champion, okay. the WWF champion, WWE champion, Roman Reigns, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and I mean, it was a good match. Okay. He tore his ACL, mm-hmm. his MCL, and his meniscus. Did he have a leg afterwards? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so uh, the, you got to give the man respect. He went out there, had a, I mean, had a really good match. And, like, yeah, he, he may be wheelchair bound for the rest of his life now. But, uh, <laughs> playing but, video but, yeah. games, yelling cutie yeah. pie at people. Aside from, aside from ripping his leg off, there couldn't have been much, much more damage done to his leg. Wow. So, how do you top yeah, that? ACL, one, ACL, MCL, and meniscus. Please top that. Yeah, Jonah. Quick. All I'm going to say is, I've been asking my dad to have a segment on this podcast about wrestling. It'll go nowhere. So spend more time. I know. But <laughs> the thing I'm not. Okay. Yeah, you'll you have more luck. The thing if you I ask know most that you guys talk you. about is wrestling. <laughs> that's what about? I know the most of. Oh. That's what I could like. That's what I could go on and on about that's, talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you and your father and uh, Alex need to have a wrestling podcast. Yeah. And 
PMR and I will support it. Wrestling bros. Yeah, wrestling bros. Wrestling bros. The wrestling men. Wrestling bros. <laughs> the All right. Yeah. Bros, man. Yeah. All right. You're yeah, not going to get much I traction. I was primarily wanting to get Alex's uh, take on that. So. All right. But. All right. If it's not Mr. Wrestler number two, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Who's Mr. Wrestler? Oh, uh, we what went. The we, fuck, man. We you went know, to uh, when we went to Joe Fest. Wrestling, you don't know who Mr. Wrestler number two is. <laughs> when we went, I told you who Mr. Wrestler. When we went to Joe Fest over the summer, uh, over the summer, apparently uh, it was in Augusta, and I didn't realize. I, well, I mean, that's where. Mr. Wrestling number two lived, I guess. Cause like there was several, there was like, um, there were several references to Mr. Wrestling number two. Got like there was buzz. restaurants had like pictures of him up. Like he was the celebrity. There was this burrito place that was like a, uh, um, uh, like a Moe's kind of burrito place. It had like graffiti art all over it. And they had a big mural of Mr. Wrestling number two in there. That's what remember? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. That's Mr. Wrestling number two. So, all, right, so all that shit. The more you know. Yeah. Ding, you ding, ding, ding. Did they make an action figure, Mister Wrestler Number Two? Uh, they have. That. Can you one score one for PMR? Yeah, man. I'm sure I'd like I probably Mr. action. I'd love Mister Wrestler Number Two action figure. Yeah, not so number awesome. one. Yeah, fuck him, man. He, the man, was so over. He was number two <laughs> and didn't ever feel the need to say, "I'm just Mister yeah. Wrestler." Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Mr. Wrestling. He was more. He Mr. was much Wrestler. more popular. Than wrestler number one. That's like Mr. Manager on Arrested <laughs> Development. Exactly. <laughs> it's no, no, no. It's just Wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're you're now. I'm uh, uh, Mr. Wrestler. Whatever you say, Mr. Wrestler. No, no, no. It's just Wrestler. <laughs> wrestler number one. Don't get that's, a, that's an Arrested Development you know throwback for you, Jonah. Brad, Brad, you know what? The that was in season one. What's that? You that was in season one. Ah, okay. You know what the difference between Mr. Wrestler number one and two were? You know how you could tell them apart? One the number. Oh, well, I'm asking Brad. Uh, I remember uh, Gordon Soley. Uh, was that right? Is that the uh, announcer's uh, name? Yeah. yeah, Gordon Soley. Good job. Uh, how could you how could you distinguish the difference between Mr. Wrestler number one? Do they have different colors around their eyes on their masks or something? That's it. Was that's that right. it? That's okay. That's, that's it. <laughs> Jesus that's Christ. That's how you can tell. And uh, a black face with a white mask. Oh, and, okay. Um, they had reverse masks. All white. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's well, it, man. that was a guess. So all right. we, apparently we do have a wrestling podcast. It it's sounds like it. PMR. PMR does the, wrestle, the retro wrestler. Retro <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. What else you got? Do you want to save the other thing for uh, uh, Alex as well, Brian, since he loves Trendle Oh, that wasn't me. Oh, I figured that was yeah, you. I didn't put that. PMR, you had, you had a, uh, uh, a retro. I have, or a TV. Was that retro? I had a TV show. That TV a show. I, yeah, I retro. thought it was left retro. Okay, yes. What was your TV show? I... Came to the party late, and I've started watching. Well, I finished it actually. Ted Lasso. Oh. Everybody kept saying, oh, "You gotta watch Ted Lasso. You gotta watch Ted Lasso." You gotta watch I'm Ted Lasso. Lasso. You hadn't already watched it? No, fuck no. I, I watched oh. the first episode, and I fell asleep during it a long time ago. So, finally, I had a little bit of time. 
working part time, had downtime. I uh, I sat and watched it, and yeah, it was pretty. It was amazing. It was really good. It's uh, wow. it's a really good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I see why everybody enjoyed that show so much. Highly highly recommend that show. I've not finished watching the latest season. I fell off during the the Christmas uh, episode. Yeah, that Christmas episode was pretty bad. It hit me hard. I don't I don't think it was that bad. And everybody, you guys all shit on that second season. Y'all said it wasn't as good, but I enjoyed the second season. No, I liked the second season. I just didn't like. There's two things. I didn't like the end with what's his face going to the dark side. That just seemed. Oh, no, kind of that's worse. great. That's kind of because he just builds up the whole time. I mean, I love how they just slowly. He was just continuing to be an asshole all through that whole season. Who who goes really to the dark side? I have Nate. To, uh, Nate. Oh. Right. No, but the biggest my biggest gripe was the 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 Christmas episode. It just seemed so yeah forced. Well, according to Alex, and I don't know how true this is, but according to Alex, Apple TV, you know, Ted Lasso was ten episodes originally, and Apple TV for second season threw in said, "Hey, you can make two more." But they had already yeah. had had the ten season, you know, the ten episodes planned. So there was two episodes. That one with uh, Beard, Coach Beard. That's the one episode. Oh I, yeah, they yeah. threw that, that one. That makes in. sense. Yeah, they did that one, and then they made the Christmas episode as filler episodes. That so that's sense. why they, they that's why they didn't exactly fit very well. But I, I like the Christmas episode. I didn't like the Beard episode. That was yeah. kind of long and out. But uh, no, I, I it's a great cast, great show. All and, right. uh, uh, Jason's uh, whatever the fuck is Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fantastic in it, and I'm just kind of disappointed that they're they're playing the end of that season three. I, I hope they throw some cash that way and carry it on another season after. But man, it, it's a really good show. If anybody yeah. hasn't watched it, there they definitely need to. PMR's watch it. heart grows three sizes. It does, man. Lasso. Yeah, I've never met anybody that started it. And and was like ah, I don't like it. Like everybody well, agree, like agrees that they that they enjoy it, right? Like Brad didn't finish it, right. but you could agree. That I have no did. intention of watching the rest of it, but it was. I can admit it was enjoyable. I just don't. Yeah, need it. I mean, that first episode, I didn't really. Not that I didn't care for it. It was just like, eh, I'm being different. When you know, when I first tried to watch it a couple of years ago, but when I just kind of forced myself to, you know power through the first couple of episodes then yeah it was great i mean yeah once you kind of get into the vibe of it it's yeah. it's uh, uh, this is the same thing for the office like if you watch season one of the office it, right. it's it doesn't it doesn't land until you, but then once you kind of get into the vibe of it and you get into season two that's when it's like ah uh, like yeah this it is clicks. kind of funny and i mean <clears throat> the way i i don't know this jason sudeikis is just man it, it's great. He's I mean, charming. Some of the the the, the humor in it, the puns and all that, it's just it's just it's, it's pretty damn funny. So, and I love uh, Roy Kent, the who is yeah. Hercules, which I don't know how the hell they cast why they cast him as Hercules because he's looks like a little runt in this pretty much. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, I mean, God, it's just a great show. So, highly yeah. recommend. Because it's because he's one of the creators of Tad Lasso. He's one of the writers of it. Like he's a comedian that has a somewhat of a build. 
if you, but they said in, in, you know, Thor that he didn't have enough time. He, he knew like two weeks beforehand, so he couldn't put on any mass or anything before the cameo, but it's the same thing I said in the last episode. If you can, if you can find somebody that's funny and charismatic, make, you can make him a superhero, but getting somebody that looks like a superhero, you can't make them funny and charismatic. So you can go one I way just, with it. I just want my movie superheroes to look like they do in the the comic books. Have we have we talked about that yet? Let's talk about that. All right, Jonas, jump in, please. Um. Yeah. So, uh, on topic of t- TV shows, <laughs> I um, I started watching Andor. Oh, and thank you. Finally, how is it's, it? It's it's not the best thing ever, but it's not the worst thing. No, like right. it's. It's enjoyable because it's different. It's not like your average Jedi story. Like, there's no Jedi in this. Yeah, th- there's no Jedi at all, which I like. And there's no like, I like how it's a darker plot, and it's like, it has like, it doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie at all. Yeah, just a science fiction show. Yeah, it just okay. it feels like a science fiction show, and it's the first episode like really drag on. Like it was it, it wasn't very like. It was, it's hard to explain. It was like, um, when it was. Well, part of it, you don't realize what's happening because there's these cut scenes back to him on his home planet. Uh, you don't get a lot of exposition. You just know that he's looking for his sister. Right. And, and he's dealing with a seedier part of, of this city. Well, when he does it, he gets the attention of the empire. Right. So it's it's focused on him and kind of like what his motivation is, but the fact that it's his story, but he's going to continue to intersect more and more with the rebels and the Rebel Alliance and the in the early days of the Rebel Alliance. Mon Mothma, they said, is in it later in the series. So it's he's the he is you 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 are him. He is taking you through. Uh, like the the story of the Rebel Alliance, so you've got his story arc, and then you're going to have like where he intersects with all these these things that happen leading up to Rogue One, right? So it's it's really the stories about the early days of the Rebel Alliance, but his from his perspective, his motivation is he's trying to find his sister. Right. So uh, and then and then suddenly he's on the run from the Empire. All right. Well, I. I've read uh, some pretty good things about it. I've not uh, felt the need to watch it, but I'm glad somebody I know did. So there you go. I may may watch it. Episode one, like drag drag on, but when you watch episode two, it's it it goes by much quicker because you you get a lot more backstory on it and you see where like all this is coming from, and like yeah, it. I haven't watched episode three yet, though, so I I only watched the first two episodes. But yeah, I'm I'm planning on probably finishing the series. All right, very good. You're a better man than me. Because I don't. Yeah, I tried to watch it. I I I watched the first episode or half of it, and I just I was bored to fucking tears, man. I I just couldn't. But I was bored during Rogue One. Uh, I thought that was. I thought Rogue One was a good movie. Yeah, I did too. No, well, I need to watch it again. You two can have it. All right. Uh, Well, very good. Yeah, I may watch it one day. 
but uh, no immediate plans for it. Got to get through, plow through Ted Lasso first, evidently. What's the uh, What's the next Disney Plus show for Marvel? Do we Do we know? Ironheart. Is it Ironheart? Yeah, I think it's Ironheart. What about okay. Secret Invasion? That's got to be coming out in a few years, right? A few years. <laughs> but I'm, I've lost complete hope in Secret Invasion. Like, that trailer for it looked just yeah. idiotic. Yeah. Like, there was uh, there's no, there was not a superhero to be seen in the whole damn thing. So, no uh, it, it, it literally yeah. just looked like S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5. So <laughs> PMR loves Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., so that should be good. good. They're always agents too, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, uh, all right. So uh, we're uh, we got some uh, what you're looking at and a retro review left. Unless again, I know you wanted to have a larger discussion about your retro review. Do we do we need to wait for Alex here? We'll wait for Alex for my retro review. Okay, I, yeah. I know you. You've got some points that hopefully uh, and he's, Alex will. Jonah wants to watch it. Yeah. Joan will watch it, so uh, hopefully I can get Alex to watch it. <clears throat> so, all right, so we can spend the next thirty minutes talking about Tales of the Gold Monkey now. Yeah, well, I do <laughs> have uh, what you're looking at when we get there. So, right. a, I think it's a pretty interesting one. Uh, let's just go ahead and go there then. What you looking at? So, what you looking at, Brian? Uh we. Tamara, my wife, does uh, the Disney Run events, and so this past weekend was the Disney Wine and Dine, which they basically, it's all set around the Wine and Dine um, event at Epcot, and so you run through the different parks, uh, it's a half marathon, uh, it's a three-day thing, but a part of her enrollment, in addition to like participating in the races and getting her bib and her t-shirts and her medals and everything, is she gets a ticket to the party at Epcot. Okay. So Sunday night, we were able to go to Epcot. It's the first time we've been to Disney in probably two years. But we got to go to Epcot, and uh, I made a beeline for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Oh, and it's the spoiler here that you won the race because you were running so fast to the to the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. <laughs> Brian Chuck's past <passed> everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's run like 18 miles over the weekend, and I'm like, hurry the hell up! We're going to miss the ride. We've got to get on her the ride. Her legs are cramping up. Her feet are all blistered. <laughs> but I'm trying. Come on, damn it. So, but we got uh, we got to ride. We got to ride the Ratatouille ride, which the Ratatouille ride was pretty cool. But uh, um, we hadn't been on it before. But the, the main event was getting on Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. Semicolon. Or, uh, Guardians <laughs> oh, of the no. Galaxy, colon, a Cosmic Rewind. Okay. So... Uh, which used to be Ellen's energy adventure uh, on, <laughs> on that side of the park. Wow. That's yeah, quite a transformation. Ellen's energy adventure was the worst thing I've ever ridden in my life. Like, uh, but oh my so God. we're on the ride. P- PMR, have you heard anything about uh, uh, the Guardians ride roller coaster? No, I haven't. Is it good? Oh, it's great. So um, essentially, when you come in, when you go in, um, it's all on. Uh, Oh my God! What's the Nova Home Planet? Z- uh, Xandar. So it's essentially Z- we've opened up. Xandar's opened an embassy on Earth, right? Be- uh, to open up relations with you know okay. uh, um, us. 
And uh, the premise is that there's a Zandarian ship in orbit, and you've been selected. You get to go, you know, tour the ship. And so you go in. They beam you up to the ship. There's a there's a kind of like a oh shit moment, like in Rise of the Resistance. PMR, have you ride, ridden Rise Rise of the Resistance yet? No, I no, I haven't. Been. Yeah, there's. There's some uh, there's some uh, movie magic that happens on that ride where you're like, holy shit, what just happened? Like you, they they play and there's there's a little bit of that in this where they beam you up like suddenly you're one place, then you're another, and then when you're on the ship, uh, they're they're testing their new like warp coil, whatever it you know it's it's their. Yeah, their Star Wars. Yeah, it's it's the dilithium crystal of this story, you know, for Star Trek fans. But um, they're testing out this new warp core, and it gets stolen by not a celestial. You can. It's clearly this thing is a celestial, but I guess because of uh, you know uh, the Eternals movie and that sort of thing, they don't call it an inter- a celestial. Uh-huh. They just call it uh, that big guy. That big guy stole the engine. Where's that big guy going with the engine? Right. Why would it's, they not call it a celestial? Mm, I don't know, but it's clear. It's clearly evident that it's a celestial. Like, but they don't. They will not call it a celestial. They even they even says that he's been watching Earth for a millennia and we failed. And and um, Star Lord's like, we didn't even know there was a test. How could we fail? Like, so um, you uh, the the. Motivation to get in the roller coaster car is you're getting in the the escape shuttle from the ship. Those are the escape pods from the ship, not not roller coasters. But when you get on the roller coaster, it's uh, you've got video happening. It's a dark coaster with video projections on the wall of the Celestial and the 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 um, Milano trying to get the core back, and and that's where that sort of stuff's happening. Kind of like in Disneyland, the way. Um, uh, uh, oh my God! Uh, Space Mountain works in Disneyland. There's projections, not just stars. So um, there's a little bit of a story, not a lot, but man, this roller coaster is fantastic. It's the coolest roller coaster I've ever been on. It wow. um, essentially, without giving too much away, the cars can turn uh, independently of the track. But they don't spin around like uh, the Momo, like just because they're. I've seen roller coasters like I've been on roller coasters like that where they just kind of like they're just loosened up enough to where they'll just spin or the car will spin around. These are sp- these spin, but it's a controlled spin as to what you're doing, and they're playing like um, '70s party music. So they'll play like Roller Coaster of Love. They'll play like uh, um, uh, Oh man, what's the, uh, September? In September, ah. you know, the, Earth, Wind, and Fire. But what it, the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Essentially, what happens is when the car you're going in a direction and the cars will pitch, it feels like you're roller skating. Ah, it feels cool. like you're at a roller skating party, but it's a roller coaster. That thing is fantastic. It is a, it, it's it's probably the greatest co- roller coaster I've ever been on. It's it's the coolest. Um, before that, it was probably uh, um, the Velocicoaster. Which also has Chris Pratt at Universal. That one goes up to seventy miles per hour. But man, they're too, it is a fantastic roller coaster. Good lord! So, uh, and then we went to the you know the obligatory gift shop. And I did you guys see the photos I sent you earlier? 
Oh, is that what that was from there? That's from the gift shop. So in the gift shop, they have it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, until you realize what they're actually oh, what what the cash grab of this thing is. So in the gift shop, they have their their you know their licensed or their their only at the parks item that you can buy. Right. They have an Infinity Gauntlet and then Iron Man's Gauntlet, um, and you get the gemstones. Right. Uh, gem- how much is that? Well. The gemstones can be removed. The gemstones light up. Uh, the gemstones have like a little circuit board on them to where they do different sound effects based off which one you put on the glove. Oh, okay. uh, but it kind of works like a Mr. Potato Head. You've got the glove and, you, and you're attaching these things to it. Um, the the gauntlet only comes with one gem. And it's $200. Good God. <laughs> You then so th- have, that's where you. So let me see. Gauntlet with one out of what? Five or six gems? Five? Yeah, five. Right. Two. Yeah, out yeah. of five. Yeah, one, one out of five. Knuckle. Okay. So then you've got one, two, three. No, no, six. There's six gems. There's six. Oh, that's one. There's so one in the middle. Right. Yeah. Then yeah. you have four other items to purchase. Right. And I sent you guys the photos of yeah. it. Right. So you have the tesseract. I zoomed in on the price ha- tag. Yeah. Yeah, you have the Tesseract, you have the uh, the Aether, the Redstone. What's the Redstone, PMR? The, uh, that's the Aether. Yeah, the yeah but what's yeah. it called? What's it called in the comics? Oh, shit. Uh, the I have no idea. Reality Stone. Is, that is right? it reality? Uh, but essentially yeah. what you've got <laughs> is you've got the Aether in the lantern that they put it in at the end of oh, um, okay, I got at the end of Thor Ragnarok, right? Not Ragnarok, um, Dark World. Yeah. So it's in the lantern and you open up the lantern and the and the you take the stone out and you can put it in the glove, right? Holy then you've got, shit. Are you looking I at this now? At these prices on it. <laughs> yeah. So you've got the lantern with the redstone in it. And I'll post these on the on the Facebook or on the uh, Facebook and the uh, Instagram. You've got the Tesseract, which opens, and, and you've got the um, the Mind Gem in it, right? You've got Loki's staff. Uh, so I guess if you didn't, no, no, so Loki's staff was different. Loki's staff, and it's got the gem in the in the the uh, the blade. Damn. It's got uh, the Eye of Agamotto, and you t- and uh, you, you pull the gem out, and it's got the ball thing from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, the orb. Gotcha. the orb. It's got that orb. Uh, so all of them are uh, made to look like movie props. Right. right. I mean, they looked great. Yeah, they look good. Right. They look great. Um, however, the gauntlet, the Infinity Gauntlet, two hundred bucks. Loki's staff, two hundred bucks. Eye of Agamotto, a hundred bucks. Tesseract, a hundred bucks. Orb, hundred bucks. The Ether Lantern, a hundred bucks. So you, this thing to buy all this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. To get the whole thing, it's eight hundred dollars. So how many did you buy? None. (laughs) Exactly. That's the bottom line question. How many did you buy there? I bought none of them. All right, but and there's a case. And that's that's ridiculous. Who's buying that? Because. You've already spent a fortune if you're in that fucking park. So then the walk away with you can't just buy the glove 
<clears throat> without the stones. So yeah, right. you're gonna have to buy the whole damn thing, eight hundred bucks. No I mean, bluff, no love. God damn, yeah. man. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's wild. The um, and especially considering the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet that came out about a year ago, it, the stones still come out of it, right? So you can if you and it, it makes the sound effects and everything. So if you want that sort of feel, that's one hundred and thirty <laughs> versus this. Uh, but think about this too, like. If you're traveling, most of the people that are that are going to Disney World right now are traveling. Like they're come, they're flying into Orlando. Right, like so. they don't want they don't want annual pass holders right now. So who the fuck is going to have a uh, like? Who wants to carry Loki's staff, an Infinity Gauntlet, the Tesseract, the Orb, a Doctor you know um, Doctor Strange's Avagamato, and this lantern? You'd have to have like an entirely separate suitcase just to haul this shit back home. Yeah, that's insane, man. Or Disney will ship it to your home mm. at a premium price. Yeah. So you got to think if you're buying all these things and dropping eight hundred bucks on them, and then need to get them back to your your home state or home country, that's probably an extra hundred to two hundred dollars worth of shipping for this shit. And one who fucked it up. It's crazy, man. Like it's uh, uh, it's cool, but God. And, and you can only buy them there, but uh, yeah, that it's it's wild. They all looked great. I, I like I saw them and I'm like, oh man, it'd be cool to have the orb. It'd be cool to have the lantern. And then I like I saw the price and I'm like, holy shit! And then I started doing like all the prices. I, I saw Loki's staff and I was like, oh, <laughs> you like yeah, eight hundred dollars. That's insane. There's no way. So, but yeah, I'll post the photos of all this stuff on the uh, on the instas. So you guys can see uh, see what we're talking about. Get the money, but then that's great. But you know, I don't even know where you put all that shit up. After a while, I mean, just, I mean, because it takes so much room. Well, I can put a photo of where I've got all my stuff displayed as Sa- well. Says the two people who have uh, curio cabinets full of stuff. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, I mean, yeah, you can you can have that stuff, but eventually you start running out of room, so. And when you get a big item like that, and especially you're not going to put those fucking gems in the gloves, so you want to keep them in the little item right. that it came. So well, and, ex- and, and see, that's the thing, too, is that's why they sell an extra case of ge- of gems, and it looks like it's in a shield oh, okay, yeah, briefcase. That's just, okay, that's just... So, and it's, so that's the idea, is they're like, oh, well, well now I can't display all of it. I guess I got to go buy a bunch of extra gems. <laughs> so... <laughs> Why not at that point? Yeah. All right. Well, um, I I just got into reading uh, Justice League International. Ah. I read volume one of Justice the, League International. The, the old uh, the old ones. Yeah, the old, the old ones. ones. The ones with uh, Guy Gardner, Black Canary, Batman, uh, Captain Marvel, and uh, uh, Martian Manhunter. Very good. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. All right. Yeah, I've really enjoyed them so far. Um, I will say though, my only—it's not even a criticism. It's just the way that I read the read these things in order. It's kind of dis- difficult when you're going from like something like Batman Long Halloween, where it's like it's like <laughs> really serious storytelling, to um, Justly International, where it's like more goofy and a little bit harder to read. But it's still I really good it. storytelling. It's still it's still really good, and. Honestly, if you're starting to like read comic books, I would recommend you probably read 
uh, Justice League International first and then get into more serious stuff. Because it's like, it's almost like when you when you go from reading like something like uh, like Batman. Um, it's just like that. Okay, shut up. <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's exactly like that. But when you when you go from reading something like that to Justice League International, it just it's it's a little bit harder to read. But you get used to it after the first few. Variety's the spice of life. But you know that was my pitch was uh, was. Justice League International, right? Since they were having trouble with all the Justice League stuff, right? And they were talking about what what uh, uh, James Gunn's next project would be. I was like, Justice League International seems right. to fit the bill, checks all the boxes. You can still do a Justice League, not have to get heavy into all these other characters. You still got a great team. I mean, uh, that team, you know, Doctor Fate, Martian Manhunter, Shazam, uh, Mister Miracle, Guy Gardner. Uh, later on, Booster, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Do they have like, a robot and two detectives? No, no, they don't. And a they, boat. They didn't have any kind of a robot, like Red yeah. uh, Tornado or anything. <laughs> oh, there is Red Tornado, but he's not really a robot. You, well, you can pretend <laughs> robot uh, Rocket Red's a robot, I guess. No, it's got to be a robot. Rocket no, Red. he's he's just a Russian. Oh, okay. He might as well be. Might as well Russians. be under that control. <laughs> P. Mario, right. it seems like you're referencing uh, something. I don't know where you're heading with that. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just thinking of old shows. Just, just reminiscing. Uh, well, I had a kind of a uh, what you're looking at, I guess, of, of something that... Um, I watched, rewatched uh, just before the podcast. I um, started watching it with my kids, and then I had to do some work stuff, so I missed a, a little bit of it. But luckily, it was two and a half hour uh, Korean movie, a little Korean movie called Parasite. Did you ever see oh. that one, Podman Ron? I, no, you know I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brian? I've not. It is actually in my watch queue, but I've not watched it yet. It's enjoyable. I really like it. It's good. Uh, how long has it been in your watch queue? Because it's been out for like three years. I, I mean, I just haven't got around to it. I uh, well, it hasn't been around for three years. It like where it's watchable by me. It's in a uh, because it's on Hulu, isn't it? Uh, maybe been- we watched it on Canopy, my my favorite free streaming service through Cor- the library. I think it's on Crackle. It's on Crackle, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those anime shows about a giant parasite attacking a family. Now, uh, I've watched the- but no, very good uh, kind of a, I guess it's a drama comedy. Some, a little bit of horror elements in it, but um, not necessarily a horror or scary movie. It's just uh, very good storytelling, I think. Well, see, I've got it and... and- See, I didn't realize that. I kind of thought it was in the same vein as uh, Hereditary. Oh, I, so. uh, absolutely not. Zero, zero, zero percent of that. Is it, is it okay. subtitled? Is it subtitled? Yeah. Yeah. No, Sorry. No. Uh, no, it's it's more much more of a a drama than anything else, Brian. With it, it's comedic like the maid, in it. The maid lives in hiding in the rich people's house and yep. some bullshit like. Exactly, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's about class, <laughs> you know, class, uh, different classes of people. Yeah, 
Oh. Upstairs, downstairs. Yeah, yeah totally. See, Podman, Ron knows more. You know more than you let on there, PMR. I think uh, Alex is rubbing off on you a little bit. Oh, uh, God. It's, it's uh, yeah, Alex. That's totally up Alex's alley. One yeah. of those types. It was a jaunty little romp. A uh, little jaunty. <laughs> and I love the cinematography. Yeah, how was the cinematography? Cinematography was fantastic. It actually was pretty good. But it was the same guy that directed the host. Is that right? Uh-oh. Yeah, Boone. Um, I forgot the guy's name. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, Count PBJ I, out. What's that? Count PBJ out. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot all about that, PBJ. Yeah, the host was still good. Anyway. I don't get it. What's going on? What? Uh, if you would have listened to the last 20 episodes, you would have known that PBJ there, PBJ hated the host because of its cheesy special effects. Did we talk about the host? Yes. Yeah, Jonah uh, did. I think you were getting your coffee while we were talking about it. Uh, maybe, right. maybe. Anyway, uh, I highly recommend Parasite. All right. Give it a five out of five. <laughs> I'm out of five? Mm-hmm. Wow. It was a good movie, especially the yeah. ending is so good. The ending is so good. Did it not win an Academy Award? Uh, I think it may have. May have. Yeah, I think it yeah. We'll have to check with uh, with Alex upon his return on that one. Yeah, he's uh, he's knowledgeable on that. No, yeah. Well, uh, we've recently had a new addition to the family. Oh, let's talk about that. Uh, I posted this in right the uh, in the Instagram page. Oh, but your I, giant Galactus. Yeah, so, my Haslabs Galactus. Hasbro uh, did a Kickstarter for Galactus. They've done a few. And and honestly, it's like hit or miss. I, I posted that. I sent that to UPMR, the Ghost Rider, the uh, Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider yeah, Haslab. That, yeah, yeah, that was cool. I cannot believe that didn't get picked up. But. It fa- yeah, it failed. So it had Robbie Reyes. It had the the uh, Charger. It had like uh, Blaze Effects. It had Mephisto. Uh, yeah, it did. It didn't get. Uh, it didn't get made. But Jonah, Galactus did. I was gonna say, Jonah, how's it feel to be replaced by? Galactus, yeah, it doesn't feel great from now on. He loves you more. I was, uh, I was replaced by a five hundred dollar figure. Uh, yeah, we're going to replace it with PMG, Podman Galactus. Podman Galactus. PMG says he watch en- Parasite, bitches. <laughs> so, he enjoyed the host. So, yeah. How much did you spend for that stupid thing? All right, so. It was four hundred dollars for the explain. Kickstarter. Let me explain, people. It was four hundred for the Kickstarter, oh, which yeah. I missed the Kickstarter. Mm. So we went to a convention over the weekend. I, I sent you some stuff from it. See if you wanted it. Yeah. But uh, um, a guy there had it, and it came with. So you had you had Galactus with. He's got the alternate Doctor Doom head, right from uh, um, and the different Secret places. Wars. There's also different right. faces, and then there's a couple of different faces oh, to go okay. into the cow. So there's like a death, a, a death cow, a death uh, mouth, oh, okay. and then just there's angry, and then there's I mean, just it's, uh, it's a fantastic looking figure. There's no doubt, it's and perturbed. Amazing. It's <laughs> 70, 70 points of articulation, <laughs> including every up. finger, including every finger. That can, uh, that, can, that thing can get in every any sexual position you want to put it in. <laughs> Oh, and there's plenty. There's plenty I want to put it in. Uh, 
But it came with three. Uh, it came with. Uh, well, it came with uh, Legends six inch. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it came oh, with figures. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it came with Silver Surfer. But here's the thing: the Silver Surfer it came with is like knee height. But the Marvel Universe set from a couple years back, the three and three quarters size. Look at that sucker next to Galactus. Nice, right, a little bit more uh, size appropriate. Yeah, that's a that's a great scale. So now I'm wanting to go back and start getting. Uh, uh, the kids have <laughs> some of these, but go back through and get the the, still the still the kids' toys. I am still the kids. <laughs> I got them. The Marvel Universe uh, three and three quarters go perfect with it. Yeah, so, but yeah, that's a that's a really cool. But like, yeah, the comparison of size, yeah. So, but yeah, Galactus from the Haslab right. sets, awesome, awesome, awesome. I've already posted the photo, but I felt like bragging. I'm, I'm going to do it again. Oh, but so the guy, yeah, so bring it full circle. It was five hundred, right? But the guy threw in um, several of the three seven three and three quarters figures that he had. So essentially, I when you figure I would have paid tax and shipping on it. I probably broke even. I probably came out, you know, to the same price I would have been for what I got. With bonus figures. So. With bonus figures. So, and a pocket full of awesome. satisfaction. A pocket full of satisfaction. Yep. So, there you yeah. go. Nice. Nice. All right. So, uh, I think that just about wraps it up for this episode. I mean, we're... We've done toy reviews, roller coaster reviews, wrestling reviews. I mean, this has been a pretty action-packed episode. Even a few movie yeah, movie been. reviews. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Right. Lots of banter. Lots of banter. I, not, we riffed a not bunch. Not nearly enough. Not, not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. Right. The people. We should talk about Golden Monkey. Or banter because who long. All right. Well, uh, I can think you post now with twenty percent more banter. Can yeah. that be the? Can that be the name of this episode? That's a good one. That's a good one. It at least. Let me write. Let me write that down. I'll forget it in the morning. <laughs> more banter. The Podman now with twenty percent more banter. Did anybody bother reading the description of the last episode? By the way. Yeah. Oh. Why uh, did you people listen to that turd saying that was our best episode? What. <sighs> That's what you put on it. I, I, <laughs> uh, it's horrible. That the comedy is horrible. lost on Podman Ron sometimes. He's so focused on the banter, he forgets about the sarcasm. Yes, I wrote I, it I, I, you sarcastically. It was, it sarcastic. I wrote it sarcastic and then put the quote from Indian Wire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, well. Okay. He didn't get it. Work on that one, Brad. He didn't get it. I thought it was very clever. Not your best. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so next time we'll have uh, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. And the Fablemans. Anybody going to go see the Fablemans? I don't know. My wife wants to, but I may send her by herself. Alex, I've never even heard about it until Alex was here. No, Alex will love it. Yeah. When's that coming out? That's coming out this weekend, too. Are you sure? So it's going to get murdered. Well, I still got to watch They Live. Yes. You got to watch They Live and Tells of the Golden Monkey. 
Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll watch Tales yeah, of the Gold Monkey. Your, that's your homework assignment. As an intern, you need to watch Tales of the Gold Monkey. And yeah. well, I think first, it's go find a place you can actually stream Tales of the Gold Monkey. Yeah, I'm sure it's on YouTube. It's on I think Wikipedia. It's on Indian Wire. It's on Indian, it's on Indian Wire. Wire. All right, so that's your Jonah. Okay, don't worry about stupid Black Panther or the favorite <laughs> or homework or homework. Or like your homework or is the, study some Wikipedia lot. pages. Get us going yeah. on Wikipedia. Watch Tales of the Gold Monkey, and they live. That's it. Simple. Yes. And report back. Do a whole, a whole segment. Uh, a whole Wikipedia page segment. And you work on your riffing. And work on your riffing. Yes. <laughs> work yeah. on your riffing. There you go. <laughs> All right. Lots of hot takes. Lots of hot takes. You need more, you know, come on, man. Yeah. You got a banner board there, Jonah. Yeah, you, this sounds like a performance <laughs> right now he's you. speechless about it. So, well, yes, Jonah, please. Hey, Jonah. Huh? All yeah, right. Well, you have your homework assignment yeah. there, Jonah. But until <laughs> next time, look. Well, the economy's hard. We may see some layoffs. <laughs> Ooh. Say it, Jonah, quick. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>